Have you ever stared down at a computer and played with your pricing sheet, not really knowing what you're doing nor where to start and much less if it even makes sense? How much time have you spent looking at other businesses similar to yours to see what they are charging for a similar service so you can quote unquote get an idea of what you should charge? On today's episode, we'll talk about pricing. Welcome to the Focus and Bloom podcast, a business and lifestyle podcast for creative souls and dream makers. Each week, we'll talk about how to build your brand and tackle work-life balance with purpose and joy, one action at a time. Here's your host, Josenia Bocanegra. Hola, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Focus and Bloom podcast. On today's episode, I'm talking about pricing for profit. As entrepreneurs, we dedicate a good amount of time, energy, and passion to build our businesses. And in order for us to continue developing and growing a successful business, we need to make sure that we are pricing ourselves and products with profit in mind. When I was in college, all of my degrees focused on communications and creating art. It really didn't touch anything on business and making money, making a living out of my degree. Out of the three programs that I was enrolled in, I only ever took one single class that talked about business. In fact, the class itself was called Business of Photography. While in a way, I took my first business class years after I decided to have a career in the media arts, I was lucky enough to have paired up the academic experience with a photography internship that really helped me learn a lot of how to run a business. So I consider myself pretty lucky for this perfect timing, but regardless, I still made several mistakes during my first time running a business, and I still didn't quite understand how much I should charge for my services and much less how to confidently sell them. A few years ago, when I was teaching at a local art school, I was asked to teach a business of photography class. And while I turned down the offer the first time around, a year later, I was happily and very excitedly accepting my class assignment. I felt very motivated to teach it. And I was even more motivated and inspired by my own students who wanted to learn more about the business. The first thing that I told them was that running a business is not easy. However, it is super rewarding. And you will always hear me say that because that's how I feel about running a business. It's a lot of work, but it's just so rewarding. During my class and subsequently during every single business class and private mentoring session that I've done, the one topic that kept on popping up was pricing. How much should I charge? Like I'm a fashion photographer. I'm a wedding photographer. I photograph products and I want to do this part-time or I want to do video and I create mixed media images. Like my students had all these great specialties, but they had no clue how to make a living out of it. Can you relate to this? Like be honest, raise your hands if you've found yourself spending hours online googling the competition in your area to see what they charge so that you can set your prices. I've been there. I've done that in the past. So no worries, no shame. <laughs> now I myself have heard and tried both approaches. The first one was to precisely research local competitors to see what they're charging. The second approach was to ignore what these competitors were charging and focus solely on my business needs. 
So what's the best way to approach this? I say a bit of both and then some. First of all, if you're seriously thinking of making profit from what you do, you need to do some business research and check out some of your competitors so you know who's out there and what they're doing in addition to learning about the market you plan to reach. This way, you'll learn about what areas of services or niches aren't being serviced and consider things that can help you fill in that gap. This is really research for you to put together a business plan. Now, when I say that it's a little bit of both and then some, I mean that now that you've done the research, figured out who's your competition, you can then put the pieces together and get some numbers for your own business. So let's go ahead and break it down. If you're able to, grab a pen, a calculator, because let's face it, this is not a math exam, and paper, and let's get started. First things first, know your expenses, for real. In order to determine how much you should charge, you should determine how much money is going out. Before I continue, I do want to clarify that no two businesses are alike, therefore each business will have a different set of expenses and needs. In addition, the way in which you have your business registered can impact your expenses and how you do business in general. All right, so the first thing that you want to do is make a list of everything you have to pay. Your rent or your mortgage, utilities, food, transportation, internet, any online subscriptions, your website hosting, anything that you pay that relates to both your business and your personal expenses. Add these up and total it per month, and then multiply it by 12 so you can get the full year's expenses. Once you have all of those expenses, I recommend you categorize those expenses so you know how much you're spending per category. Think of categories such as equipment, marketing, or advertising, supplies. Make sure you note down which are personal and which are business expenses. Again, you want to know the full breakdown of how much you need to live and how much your business needs to break even and then grow. You can do this in a regular spreadsheet or even use an app that can help you keep track of your expenses and receipts. I like to use Expensify to keep track of my receipts. It's super easy how you can keep track of expenses and reimbursements. It even tracks your mileage. I use it every single time I make a purchase online, while I travel, or when I drive to meet a client or work on site. Once everything is done, I reconcile my monthly expenses and send them to my accountant for verification. Now that you have your expenses listed, write down how much you would like to make to live the life you want. This amount needs to take into consideration all of your personal expenses. To make it easy, I'm creating an example based on 100 grand gross income per year. Now, please keep in mind that this formula is based on a single owner business and not a corporation. Now let's do some math. The first thing that you need to do is add up your yearly expenses to include your business-related expenses. So let's just say that everything sums up to like $10,000. Then you will then determine how much you would like to make a year. So let's say $100,000. You will determine how many weeks a year you would like to work. Example, 48 weeks, which will give you about one month vacation. Then you will divide the amount you want to make in a year by the amount of the working weeks in the year. Then multiply that by four, which will give you the month. And that will give you an approximate of your monthly income. Now, 
Keep in mind that there are other expenses that need to be accounted for so that you can get an actual number for that monthly income. Then you will determine how many clients you would like per week. Let's say three clients. You'll divide your weekly total by the number of clients, and then that should give you a rough average sale per client. Now, what you'll need to do is subtract your desired yearly income, which we said it was $100,000. And then you'll need to subtract your cost of doing services and your taxes, and this will give you your profit amount. Now, this example here is meant to show you the big picture of how everything adds up at the end of the year. To get a more precise amount, then we need to dig deeper and analyze the cost of goods behind the average sale amount to determine if the profit margin on that will actually give you the yearly amount you want. If that's not the case, then go back to the drawing board to revise your prices. There are a variety of ways and order of processes for you to calculate things and get your numbers right. This here is what works for me. I use that big number as my goal and then work my way back and pull the pieces apart to see if it's viable or not and then I readjust. Another thing to keep in mind when calculating your desired yearly income is taxes. And I'm not talking about sales tax. I'm talking about taxes. If you live in the United States or Puerto Rico, for instance, you pay what is called an estimated taxes. And this means that you pay taxes on your earnings because you are your own boss. So you won't have anyone else taking that money out of your paycheck like you would if you were an employee working for a company. If you don't know much about this or don't know how to pay these taxes, nor how much to pay, I highly, highly encourage you to contact a CPA that can help answer these questions for you. If there's one big investment that I've made and that has helped me build this business is having hired an accountant a month after having registered my business. It is so worth it. So go ahead and do that. I highly recommend it. Alrighty. I think that was a lot of numbers, don't you think? Well, that's part of the magic of doing business. It's figuring out things, putting together puzzles and breaking them apart and putting them back together to figure out what works best for you, your business, and the lifestyle you want to create. I mentioned earlier at the start of the episode that when I started my career, I still didn't quite understand how much I should charge for my services and much less how to confidently sell them. So let's talk about selling with confidence. Let me say that confidence is a key factor when it comes to sales. I'm a terrible salesperson, but let me just say that confidence is a game changer. Being confident in your prices means that you will project security when interacting with your clients. And it's another way to show that you are a professional and that you and your product or your service has a value and you yourself believe in it. By having a clear understanding of your expenses, you can then price your products and services for profit and feel confident about not offering discounts or if you do decide to offer a discount, then you know how much that discount will be cutting into your profit margin. Now that I've got you thinking about prices, I want you to think of everything that involves making your product or offering that service. As a wedding photographer, a good part of the work is done prior and after the actual wedding day. While I have packages for a certain amount of hours, there's much to work on prior to photographing the couple on the wedding day. Think about the time you spend 
emailing clients, sending an invoice, putting together the contract, putting together client gifts, calling images, editing the images, preparing the online gallery, ordering the products that come with your package, mailing, and even traveling to and from the location. All of these tasks are important in the process and should be accounted for when pricing your product or service. These tasks are often forgotten when thinking about paying ourselves, actually. So keep that in mind. Once you have your pricing set, the next thing is to prepare a document where you have your products and services listed in a way that is easy for your clients to understand and for you too. Have you ever been to a store and you want to buy something and there is no one there to help you? It's like, here's my money. Nobody wants to take my money. That's sort of the same thing. You want to make it easy for your clients to understand what to expect from you. How much will they be investing in you and how to pay you? You want to make it easy for your clients to pay you. For this and all of my contracts, I use 17 hats. This is my one-stop shot to put together all of my business workflow from leads to emails, contracts, quotes, and invoices. They even have the option to create a client portal. I take online payments as well, and I can even do bookkeeping all from within 17 hats. They even have an app. I've been using their platform pretty much since they started, and I couldn't be happier. So check out the show notes for the referral link on 17 hats. You know, sharing is caring. One thing that has helped me become more profitable is presenting my prices in the form of packages. In my case, I have three collections that I present to my clients. They are based on a set of hours, like I mentioned. And while I can provide a custom quotes to my clients, having these collections in an easy way to read gives my clients an idea of their financial investment. One thing that helps me keep my pricing simple for my clients and helps me stay on track with my profit goals is having products a la carte. This ensures that I keep a simple pricing structure and it helps me put together a custom quote for clients, eliminating the guesswork. I recently was asked by a fellow photographer for recommendations on products to offer my clients. In my case, I offer a limited variety of products and I do this for various reasons. First of all, the more options your clients have, the harder it is for them to make a decision. Keep it simple and easy, but always putting the very best for them and the experience you are building for them. So let's do a quick recap of what we've talked about. When pricing for profit, you want to consider all of your expenses. You also want to set a profit goal for the year. Within that goal, you also want to set a goal for how many clients you'd like to service on a monthly basis that in turn give you an average amount for that profit. You want to set a pricing sheet that is clear and easy for your clients to understand. And when setting your prices, you don't want to forget to include those hours you spent working towards producing your work. And if that potential client ends up saying no, remember that no means next opportunity. If they say no, that means that they were not the right fit for you. And that is okay. Most importantly, when you sit down to put together your pricing, don't underestimate what you do. No, 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 no. You have the potential within you. All you need to do is let it shine. So feel empowered and own it. If you weren't able to jot this down because you were driving or were in the shower, so no judgment though, I actually listen to my podcast while I'm getting ready in the morning. 
So check out the show notes on focusandbloom.com and download my free pricing for profit calculator to figure out your numbers and help you get started on building that profitable business. Thank you so much for tuning in on today's episode. I hope you feel inspired and excited to build a profitable business. Head on over to the Focus and Bloom Lounge on Facebook. This is a group, a private group, where we are building a community of entrepreneurs and dream makers such as yourself. I can't wait to connect with you. So see you on the inside. Take care. Thanks for joining us this week on the Focus and Bloom podcast. Check us out on Instagram at underscore Focus and Bloom for more business tips and inspiration. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Focus and Bloom podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, go ahead and leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world and it helps others discover the show. And if you want to get your hands on more video podcasting resources, head on over to focusemblemstudios.com and check out our tools and resources for video podcasters and content creators just like you. I'll see you on the next episode.